ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. This is Logan, and today, the Call of Duty Vanguard teaser has dropped. Now, this teaser is about two minutes long, so I'm going to quickly just kind of talk about what's in it. There's not a lot. Basically, this is an introduction to our four main characters. One, I know as Sergeant Kingsley, he would be the British... Uh, African-American soldier, because at the end of the trailer, they show all four characters. Um, we get to see a woman sniper for the Soviet military. I do not remember this woman's name, but I do remember that in, uh, World War II, there was a Soviet sniper who was a woman, and she had, like, a fuck ton of kills. So, they, they obviously are basing all these characters off of real-life people. Then there is a, uh, American pilot... Uh, in the Pacific, I don't know who he is, but we do know he's an American pilot because obviously the Americans are the ones that fought in the Pacific. Um, and then of course we get another British soldier who was fighting in Northern Africa. So we have basically two British operators, one fighting, um, in Africa, uh, the other one fighting more so near Germany, Poland, um, sort of, uh, area, um, then, of course, we have a Soviet sniper, and we have an American, um, pilot, co-pilot, you name it, so, we have four main characters inside of this, uh, campaign, and the, my guess is, is that they are a part of Task Force Vanguard, hence the name Call of Duty Vanguard, so, the really interesting thing, uh, about this, okay, is that we are actually playing as... It, it feels like Modern Warfare, in a way. Because in Modern Warfare, we got to play as Alex. We got to play as uh, Kyle Garrick. But we also got to play as Farah. And we uh, followed Captain Price. You didn't get to play as Captain Price. But still, the point being that there was four main characters in the game of Modern Warfare. And you got to play three of them. So... It's kind of like that, um, which I think is really cool that they're going to be having us play four different characters. My guess is they're going to be in their own, like, separate parts of the war, and then in the finale, they'll come together to fight on, like, one major battlefield. We know that the main villain of the game is going to be a Nazi uh, general of some kind. Uh, we also know that... Um, this, this game's gonna take place over, like I said, many different locations. Africa, the Pacific, a.k.a. Japan. Um, like, uh, you know, Europe, France, um, you know, Poland, stuff like that. Um, and of course, on the Eastern Front with probably Stalingrad will probably be in there. My assumption would be Stalingrad would be in there, but yeah. So, for anybody that says that this game is a, like, social justice warrior sort of thing, I'm gonna explain something to you, okay, for these type of people. Look, I'm not a person, and we all know that likes politics in their game. This is not political politics bullshit, okay? This is characters that existed in real-world history that are being put into this game. So if somebody's like, well, a woman, women didn't fight in World War II, I'll tell you one thing. There was more than one woman Soviet sniper. You see, in World War II, right, the Soviets were one of the weakest, like, they had manpower, but they were one of the most underfunded 
war assets in World War II. Like, Soviet soldiers would have to run into battle without a musket, or, or musket, without a rifle, and they would have to pick the rifle up from their dead comrades as they died. So basically, like, if you ever played Call of Duty Finest Hour on the PS2, it's basically like that first mission. You, you come in on a bunch of rowboats, you're playing as a Soviet soldier, you're storming a beachhead, and you're given a fucking clip of ammunition. But you can, uh, and you don't get a gun. You have to pick up the guns after, you know, the people die. So a lot of these soldiers would be running into battle with no weapon, and they would have to pick up the weapon from the dead soldiers in front of them. So, when it came to the Soviet military, they had to use every asset, including women, to their advantage. They would make a lot of sniper regiments uh, for women to, of course, you know, aid in the war and fight. But they would keep them at a distance with long range. Um, and, and, and that's essentially how, like, the Soviets fought. They used everything that they had, you know? They were very underfunded in the war. So, when it comes to women snipers being in World War II for the Soviets, that happened. And they're going with a specific soldier that had the most kills out of all the women that were snipers during World War II. So, if you're ever going to say women didn't fight in World War II, they did, but they were on the Soviet side of the war. And it's not touched upon in history class that much, but it does exist in a, in a part of history. Same thing with African Americans. They were in wars. They were normally, a, um, they were normally at least for the United States, um, American African Americans were assigned to their own divisions with only African American troops. But this character is from the um, UK, so, obviously, you know, it, it's probably different. Uh, they're probably, like, you know, instead of having, like, just a division with only African Americans, they probably have a division with just a bunch of different people. Doesn't matter skin color. But I do know about U.S. history. And I know in the U.S. that's how they operated um, African Americans. Back in the older World Wars, they'd make divisions specifically for African Americans. But for this game, we obviously get four characters. And, uh... They're all from different areas in the world during the war, and my guess is they're going to come together at the very end of the game to take on the main bad guy. Another thing, like I said about, uh, or, or what I'm going to say about this um, picture of the four characters, it looks like the world at war, like, like you know, the box, the cover art. It looks like the world at war cover art, but, like, they added colors onto it, and they, uh... They put, instead of having that one guy in the middle with a Thompson, they take him out and just shove four people um, onto, the, onto the cover. But I gotta say, I, I'm really, like, impressed. Because when it came to Vanguard, there's, there had been nothing, really. We'd been hearing that the game was in a terrible state. We'd been hearing that Call of Duty Vanguard was struggling. And I'm a little bit excited now. Because this game, I'm hearing... Good things about it. Not just from Activision, because like I said, if Activision says anything about the game being good, it doesn't fucking matter. But we're hearing other people other than Activision saying that the game is in a much better state than it was, and that there's going to be 16 6v6 maps at launch, which would be fucking incredible. We also know that Treyarch is assisting Sledgehammer with zombies this year. So that's also more reassuring news, but I'm still very hesitant to buy this. I'm not going to pre-order Call of Duty Vanguard. 
I will wait for the game to come out and release, and then I will choose to buy it or not, based upon the reviews. Hell, I'll play the beta. Maybe the beta will be enough for me to decide if I want to play the game or not. But all I'm going to say is, is I need to get hands-on gameplay before I decide to pre-order or not. And I'm not just going to do what it did like it did with Cold War last year. I pre-ordered Cold War as soon as the pre-order went live. I'm not doing that this time. I'm going to wait, get my hands on it before I decide. So... Thank you very much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you all enjoyed, and if you want to stay up to date with more Call of Duty Vanguard um, news when we get the reveal coming this Friday, which I will be at college doing my orientation Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, so I will make sure to get a podcast out whenever I can about the Vanguard uh, reveal to get a podcast out about CDL Champs and how the entire weekend went. I will try to do my best uh, to get those out this uh, coming week, but... Um, thank you very much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed and I'll catch you all in the next one.